0: Welcome to Retail Brand Discovery, the podcast where we share conversations on exceptional brands and the creators who are bringing innovation to your stores. Join your host, Chris Stanton, as we embark on a journey to uncover the stories of these remarkable companies and their impact on the retail industry. And now here's your host, Chris Stanton.
1: Hi, it's Chris Stanton, bringing you another episode of Retail Brand Discovery. Excited today to introduce you to somebody that I've known for many, many years. She started a fantastic business and has grown it, uh, I would say, exponentially over the years. The company is Sierra Sage, and the brand, we're going to talk about two of them, but the brand we're going to start off with is Green Goo. You've probably seen it on plenty of shelves across food, drug, and mass, and um, and I'm pleased to introduce a very good friend of mine and a really special person in the industry. Uh, let's bring in Jody Scott.
0: Hey, Chris.
1: Great. How hey, Jody. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you today?
1: I'm really, really well. I'm really excited to have you here. It means a lot to have you uh, joining me in this series as we develop it. And um, I couldn't have thought of a, couldn't think of a better person to bring in than you um, because, one, you're a dynamic business leader. You've done so many things, and you know it's not often that there's people that start something from scratch, literally scratch. Because um, I'm going to go back to when we first met, which is I think 2010. Uh, you're still living in Austin. Why don't you take it from there and, and tell me about the origins of Sierra Sage? Wow,
0: 2010. That's wild to think. <laughs> it's been a journey. 12 years old, I think. Yeah, it's been a journey. Um, and yeah, Austin, Texas. So my mom's uh, my mom's sister and I started this company together. My sister's an herbalist and a midwife. And then I was pre-med. And so our goal was to change first aid. Uh, we saw in the first aid category, it had not been disrupted in a really long time. Um, there was no sustainability and the efficacy was, was questionable. We were starting to see more people were allergic to neomycin, um, Patients and customers were looking for over-the-counter solutions for chronic skin conditions, but the products on the market were really more for acute skin conditions. You know, only use for three days. After three days, go see your physician and this also will hurt right. you if you use for a long period of time. So we thought, can we make plant-based solutions that are just as good or if not better than our legacy products? Um, and that was really what that was the catalyst for seeing if we could we could make that happen.
1: You know, it's interesting about that. Um, you know, for one, we're speaking directly to a retailer audience. So I think it's exciting to share that, like you said, there are alternatives to chemically-based wellness products. And I think even more important is that plant-based anything nowadays is everywhere. It's the rage. And here you are into the business 10 years with plant-based uh, speaking about it back in the day, but now it's proven and it's accepted and retailers are taking it um, openly.
0: And it was interesting because 2010, when we said the words plant-based, the immediate thought was, well, it must not be as good. You know, it's a compromise. And it was interesting studying this market over the last decade and looking at, to your point, the plant-based sector growing and that consumer demand and credibility growing. Because in 2010, we found that the natural consumer was willing to abandon their natural ethos because they were told that these chemical legacy products were the only ones that could get the solution done. Then the conventional consumer was, well, "I don't really care what the ingredients are; I just want something that works better than what I'm getting right now." Um, so it was a, it was a it was a difficult but fun challenge to take on, and it's really you said we make it from scratch. Um, That is really our big differentiator as well, is that we make most of these ingredients ourselves. Um, We don't source pre-made extracts. We actually bring the plants to our manufacturing facility. We take it through an extraction process, yield the highest amounts of the medicinal properties from these plants, and then put unique blends into all of these products, which are then registered with the FDA. So it's, um, it's incredibly unique, but that is why the efficacy is so productive.
1: So fast forward here to today, I know we've got a couple of things we're gonna talk about in terms of products and brands that you have, but where are you today in mass retail? How many stores, what stores? Are you sharing that kind of information?
0: Yeah, so our first retailers were APHIS, Natural Grocers, and HEB, Austin. Um, Those were our our first three retailers. And then from there, we started focusing on pharmacies. So Rite Aid, Walgreens, CVS, Um, We most recently started working with Amerisource Bergen, uh, Cardinal Health. We actually developed uh, Cardinal Health, so FSA's first plant-based first aid private label brand. Um, And so that was really interesting to see a retailer in this market take the time and effort to develop their own plant-based first aid brand, which I think really demonstrates the progress we've made in this space and the demand as it's growing, and the credibility.
1: Can I pull up a slide to show the show our retailers exactly what your your product looks like? I'm sure if you see it anywhere in a store, you see how it uh, how these colors stand out, how the product is used. Um, I think these little sab tins are awesome. Yeah, they're, they're just the kind of thing that you want to pick up. They're easy to open, um, and you're right; they are efficacy. I've used them on down here in Austin. We've got fire ants. And if you've been bit by a fire ant, uh, you know just how horrible it is and how long it lasts. And I use your first aid ointment and it um, it really did the trick. It really worked and it felt good. It smelled good too.
0: There you go. I, I honestly, I don't know how people live without it. And it was fun. The tins were incredibly progressive in 2010, right? So most things in the first aid space are plastic tubes. And being a B Corp and with our sustainability initiatives, we wanted to bring the most renewable resource as the packaging. And fast forward, you know, 2023, what are we seeing in the water industry? We're now seeing aluminum containers for yep. uh, water bottles and replacement. Um, but this was really pr- progressive for that time frame. Um, And then we wanted to bring a pop of colors. You, when we first started the branding, we were advised, you know, you really need to make this look like a first aid brand. It needs to be able to, to look like the other OTC products. And we said, you know, Let's bring a lifestyle brand to First Aid and really disrupt it. So it's been fun now seeing the product on the shelf because it just pops. I mean, the colors just pop. yeah gets your attention. And John Hopkins has been using this product, um, our dry skin formula repair and First Aid for almost a decade in their scleroderma right? and skin condition department. So I'm excited in this next chapter looking at how we can be doing more clinical trials to be able to make more claims to demonstrate further communicate the efficacy of these products.
1: Are you solely in the first aid department and how many SKUs do you have in that department?
0: Oh goodness, first aid, we're probably around 10 or 12 products. So what we do is we look at the legacy products and we say, can we make a solution um, that's plant-based obviously uh, in replacement of it? But we also look at, rather than cannibalizing cells, how can we also make this product more versatile? So for example, our first aid product, which is a natural antiseptic, it not only is for cuts and scrapes, but it's your portable first aid. So you're talking about ant bites; It takes the sting out, takes the itch out, slows down the bleeding, speeds up the healing. So it's like having your first aid kit with you everywhere you go.
1: And so I think the question that's going to come about, uh, it's twofold and you can answer it as one answer. And that's really how are you getting it off the shelf? What are you doing to help the retailers drive consumer traffic? Are you involved in retail media networks?
0: We are. Um, we have found social media has been our and ambassadors um, have been our number one most productive way to pull the product off the shelf. Of course, we engage in you know promotions, um, quarterly TPRs, uh, your traditional marketing. Um, but social media has been the number one. Matter of fact, we just partnered with Shaq Thompson, who is a football player on the Panthers. He's uh, a wonderful human being. We have a lot of synergies. He has his own fund called the Thompson Legacy Fund, where he's helping bring um, oral care to children who don't have access. And so us, we work a lot with philanthropic organizations. Um, And so He's a perfect example of he wants to bring plant-based solutions very specifically in the topical analgesic space because we were seeing so many athletes look to um, conventional and potentially harmful solutions to deal with chronic pain. And so he's becoming a voice in the industry for that. So ambassadors have been a really great resource for us.
1: Awesome. Well, that's really cool. So we've got a little bit of time, but and I don't want too much time to go by without bringing up uh, your second brand. And it's a topic I think we all love to talk about. Uh, Again, I think you're a front runner in this space uh, with a ton of potential. Why don't you tell us about Southern Butter?
0: Southern Butter was fun. So uh, it was actually our customers who were coming to us asking if they could use our products for intimate purposes. And at first we thought, okay, this is just a couple unusual phone calls. Then it became repetitive and we found uh, so my sister and I decided to look at this space, the sexual wellness space with a closer eye. And we identified a lot of the same, uh, behaviors that we saw in first aid it was, you know, the natural consumer was willing to abandon their natural ethos because they were told this is the only thing that would work. So we brought our, our extraction process into our formulations with our plant-based, um, butters and lubricants. And, um, we found an incredible opportunity where we, where we're not just talking about the act of sex, <laughs> but we're also talking about what brings you into the room and uh, bringing essential oils and different aphrodisiac scents and so forth to help enhance the mood. And um, it's been a fun, it's been a fun space to be in. This is just the tip of the iceberg for us. We are going to be putting a lot of uh, ammunition, we'll call it, behind this brand uh, this year. And we also have uh, the first water-based lubricant that's approved by the FDA that's cruelty-free because all lubricants have to be tested on animals. Um, so this is gonna be a fun one, and we have some some celebrities that we're gonna be partnering with to really oh, good. share the Southern Butter message out there.
1: What um, What's the price of that at retail?
0: It's about $22.95.
1: Gotcha, so a nice return for the retailer.
0: It is, it's a healthy margin. And what's great about this product is it's an everyday product. So traditionally in the sexual wellness uh, category, these products were intended just for the act of sex. This is actually a moisturizer that you can use uh, head to toe and also on your intimate parts. So you'll find that the consumption rate is also higher in these products relative to their counterparts. Nice,
1: nice. And are you in any retail outlets with this now?
0: This is specifically direct-to-consumer and in the natural category. So in terms of mass, uh, this is just the beginning for it.
1: You know, I would challenge, um, because you're coming into the mass space with the track record that you have with cream Goo, bringing Southern Butter into the category would probably be a wise choice, um, in part because the packaging looks so friendly and so easy. And the category, while it's uh, decades ahead of where it used to be, It could use something like this, something friendly that makes you want to pick it up. um, Not where you have to look over your shoulder before you do anything. So I think this this is a welcome product to it. And um, I'm going to leave it from there. I, I want to just say that when you come out into this industry, you just you just have so much credibility that you bring with you, and everything that you've done and promised to do has actually held true in all the years I've known you. But that's. Woman-owned business, entrepreneurial spirited, um, B Corp, you know, safe plant-based products that you can use. And now you're coming into this other space. And I just think for for any retailer that's not already doing business with you, they should get in touch with you and and introduce themselves to you. I'm sure you'll see them at CDS or ECRM events or you probably have sales teams that are out there. Um, I would encourage people to get in touch with you, Jody, and contact you directly, I hope. How would they do that?
0: My email is probably the best way. So Jody at GreenGooHelps.com. And uh, yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. Um, it means a lot to hear that the things that are important to us is what you're seeing in the reflection of how we do business. So thank you.
1: Right. Well, there's so many companies that start where you were and only make it part way. Um, you've evolved like, uh, like so few companies are able to do these days. I hope everybody will reach out to her. And Jody. I know you're busy. Um, I appreciate you taking out this time to speak with me.
0: Thank you, I appreciate it as well. You've been listening to Retail Brand Discovery with Chris Stanton as he delivers insights on the innovative companies introducing their products to the retail marketplace. From the captivating stories of product creation to strategies for boosting sales, everything here is designed to move your products off the shelves and into the hands of consumers. Thanks for listening and remember to like, and subscribe to stay up to date with our future episodes.